Blog Talk Radio. Take it home where you spread it around. If you don't like who's in there, vote them out. That's what Election Day is all about. And the biggest gun we got is called the ballot box. If you don't like who's in there, vote them out. Vote them out. Vote them out. And when they're gone, we'll sing and dance and shout. And she'll bring some new ones in, and they will start the show again. And if you don't like who's in there, vote them out. a bunch of clowns you voted in election day is coming around again and if you don't like it now you can change it anyhow and if you don't like who's in there vote them out vote them out vote them out and when they're gone we'll sing and dance and shout show again and bring some new ones in and if you don't like who's in there vote them out vote them out vote them out and when we're done we'll sing and dance and shout and we'll bring some new ones in and we'll start the show again but if you don't like who's in there vote them out and if you don't like who's in there vote them out Texas. Thank you, Beto. All the way, buddy. We love y'all. Thank you. On the 15th of January, 2019, the title of our episode, Representative King of Iowa. Representative King of the known races that has occupied one of the congressional districts in Iowa is now a uh, at a point... Uh, that the Republican leadership is setting in motion in operation to strip him of various uh, committee assignments that he is assigned to. And, of course, there have been uh, calls for his uh, resignation. If you recall, this goes back uh, many, many years to our own Adam Clayton Powell. Adam Clayton Powell represented Harlem. He was stripped of uh, chairs that he, at that time, was a part of, uh, including uh, the uh, Health and Education Committee, which is a very, very powerful committee. Adam Powell wrote much of the progressive legislation that is now uh, embedded in uh, the Department of Education uh, and uh, and Health, uh, their charter there. And they expelled him from Congress, but the Supreme Court ruled that he was illegally expelled. Now, they are not expelling King. They're just stripping him of uh, chairmanships and committee assignments. Now, the parties are the one, uh, whether it be the Republican Party or the Democratic Party, 
they're the ones that assign uh, members to committees, whether they are chairs of the committee, ranking members, etc. So now King is at the uh, crosshairs of that political uh, situation. The uh, government shutdown uh, continues on. Uh, DJ Trump has said, basically, as LBJ would say, he will uh, continue uh, with the uh, shutdown until the proverbial cows, goats, or whatever else uh, comes home. So this thing will go on and on and on. How will it be broken? Well, it's a possibility uh, Trump has tried everything, including a way around some of the Democrats by getting newly elected Democrats from more conservative districts uh, to go along with this scheme. But the uh, most recent polling has shown that the public is not as enthusiastic about this wall as they once were. But they're not at a point, at least at this juncture, where he's in political uh, uh, danger or damage. Now, there are other things swirling around, like reports that uh, Trump was entangled uh, with the uh, Russian Federation as an asset. Uh, We doubt that very seriously. Uh, Again, that is one of, he may be entangled, but not as an asset. Those kinds of things are rumors put out, and and so far, they have not had any uh, currency. The uh, polls, most recent polls I've seen, we'll get to one in just a minute here, that a majority of the American public is not in favor of uh, impeaching a DJ Trump at this time. Now, could that change in the in the future? Possibly and possibly not. We at this mic have always been a bit dubious of that process because there are other things swirling around. Uh, the Mueller investigation is going, uh, the report there, how will it influence people? Well, basically speaking, the way the nation is polarized, uh, the number to look at it, will 40% of the people believe it? If it's 35% of the people believe it, uh, it's still uh, doable for D.J. Trump. If it goes below 30%, that's the way our models see it, from 30 to 25%, particularly uh, below 25%, D.J. Trump is in trouble politically. Now, these are a lot of little things uh, swirling around here, loose ends, and they could all come together. It's sort of like molecules. Uh, there could be a critical mass of very, very small things, including uh, this uh, shutdown. What the shutdown does is it brings about uh, grassroots political action. And this has always been the way uh, that we have to look at is grassroots political action. As some will say, and we'll get to uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in a minute, and her new embodiment uh, of the Democratic Party. That is one person that the corporate media likes to focus on. But the situation for D.J. Trump and the Republican Party and these uh, right-wingers is grassroots action. The more you see of it. In Los Angeles, they have a teacher strike now going on in Los Angeles. There are other work actions going on. There is a blue flu, or what do you want to call it, uh, call in sick with uh, the uh, security agents at airports, TSA. 
and there's also the inability of uh, various uh, airline corporations, including Boeing's. There's paperwork you have to get before you can deploy a new airline, and there's no one to do that. So in other words, as this thing goes on, it becomes more of a smorgasbord, Swiss cheese type operation, and that's what we are beginning to see now. They have to make exception after exception. And we'll go to the Washington Post and and, uh, talk about the uh, small government people, no government, less government people in the Trump administration. There are roughly 17,000 governors, uh, government workers that, or government positions for government workers, we should say, that have disappeared under the Trump administration. The idea is smaller government. Well, the problem there is you have an imbalanced situation, that you have the corporations which are advantaged, but at the same time they are on less than, as they say, stellar grounds. So if you put all your eggs in the uh, corporate uh, basket that uh, stocks or equities will go up, there's evidently someone that's decided to short some equities as Buffett did 10 years ago. That's going to be an interesting situation. But there are those kinds of situations going on. Plus, globally, the economy in many, many countries have slowed down. Uh, if you have an opportunity, uh, check us out on the uh, Numbers Man show as it's euphemistically called This Week in Economics as part of... Uh, WBIN Radio and the Boston Red Network. And we talk about uh, those uh, factors that are coming up. What we'll do in this show is we'll talk about some polling, then we'll talk about uh, Stephen King and why historically this is a new position and how it impacts on some of the antics of uh, D.J. Trump uh, and his disparaging remarks about Wounded Knee which was a holocaust of uh, Aboriginal and Native American peoples by the U.S. military. And these are the little loose ends that uh, all start to add up. And that's what we're seeing more and more every day. Let's go, uh, firstly, to a CNN uh, poll. This is, uh, was conducted uh, for them by SSRS, uh, an independent research association, organization from January 10th to January 11th, a sample of 840 respondents. Um, and the sampling area is 4.1 at 95% competency. It was released on a Sunday, and we look at the approval ratings of DJ Trump. This is on the the latest one. Uh, he is at uh, at 37, 37% approval. Uh, 57% disapproval, 7% had no opinions at all. In early December, uh, December 6th through 9th, 2018, he was at 39% and 52% disapproval rating there at CNN. So he's been in the high 30s, low 40s uh, throughout, and we look back to January 31st to February of 2017, as far back as they go, he was at 40 percent at that time so that I believe is his yeah uh, yeah 45 percent in March but anyway that is uh, where he is would you favor or oppose building a wall uh, 
and we're talking about the D.J. Trump wall for the entire uh, medical border. 39% in this poll are favored, and 56% oppose it, and it would go to December, the first week in December, 6th through 9th, or maybe the second week. It was uh, 38%, so this has kind of went up and down. The uh, highest number on the D.J. Trump, well, was in January, uh, 38% were in favor. Now, we go back to September 4th through 8th of uh, 2015. Question prior, oh, okay. Would you uh, favor a post building a fence along the entire, well, anyway. There were 52% that were in favor of a fence and 47% opposed it. And that was uh, in 2015. So you can basically see where uh, they are in terms of this wall. Uh, would you favor or oppose each of the following or oh, building a fence along the 2000 border? Now this was in uh, uh, 2006, 45%, 50% opposed it. Now we go to who do you think is responsible for the government sh uh, shutdown? 55% of D.J. Trump himself in this poll, and 32% uh, of the Democrats. And what, 9% both. Who do you think is responsible for the recent shutdown? Now, this was in uh, 2013, 34% uh, 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 Barack Obama, uh, the president at the time, and Congress, 52%. So you can see some trends are going on here. If you look, and that was a Republican Congress. Republican Congresses have not done very well. And if we look at some of this historic data here, in September of 13, 2013, 36% blamed President Barack Obama and 46% blamed the Republican Congress at the time. And we go back to 2011, 37%, a little higher number, 1% higher, blaming uh, President Obama and 46% the Republican Congress. So historically, the Republican Congress have not done very well on these shutdowns. Thinking about the current situation, the border between the U.S. and Mexico, do you, uh, who do you, do you consider the situation of the border to be critical or not? Um, 45% uh, said uh, yes, it's a crisis, and 52% uh, say no, and 4% had no opinion at all. Do you think the building of a wall uh, across the entire border would uh, make the crisis worse or not effective at all? Help solve the problem? 69% uh, uh, make the crisis worse, 17%. And we'll go down. Oh, this is a methodology. Maybe this is uh, the end of our little uh, poll here. Uh, it appears, uh, yeah, this is just the side tables. We won't go into uh, uh, the side tables. Uh, what we will do here is uh, we'll get back to the Mickey D's menu in a minute. Is look at some of the other polling uh, while we're doing polling here. 
What the polling does is is give you a snapshot of what is going on, an approximation at any given time that the poll is uh, taken. And that, that's one thing to be remembered. It's not the final word. But if you start looking at trends, now this is one of the polls that we see as a very good poll from the Independent Business Daily. It has D.J. Trump at a 42% approval and 54% disapproval. We gave you the CNN. I noticed also here that Rasmussen has dropped. That's one poll we normally don't bring in. He's at 43% there. He was as high as 47%, 48 with uh, the Rasmussen poll on on the 14th. That was on Monday. On the 9th PP out of... uh, uh, out of uh, North uh, Carolina, but this is actually uh, the. Uh, let's see, if we can get. Well, Reuters had him at forty um, percent uh, at that particular time. So, in other words, uh, what the polling is basically saying is it has really not changed very much as far as uh, where uh, DJ Trump is or where DJ Trump is not. Let's deal with. Uh, this is in the Washington Post. The shutdown is giving some Trump advisors what they long uh, wanted, a smaller government. Well, if you have smaller government, you can have smaller government both on a practical range and on a theoretical range, but the problem is you will uh, lessen your government services. And in a modern industrial economy, if you look at other nations in the world, they are expanding their governmental services. And there are a number of ways of doing this, increasing the services and also at the same time streamlining services where people can use uh, mobile devices and other devices to uh, put in applications for these uh, these services and use various kinds of analytics uh, to move the process along. In other words, someone that is applying uh, for health care uh, insurance, Medicaid or whatever, they just simply can apply online, and the uh, program, uh, the analytics in the program, the algorithm, could immediately check out their uh, income uh, possibilities uh, via the IRS, via other kinds of things, in about one minute. Anyway, uh, back to Trump. Uh, the shuttering of the federal government is a standoff of his plan to build a wall. That's uh, partially bogus and this is one of the we talked about side issues is coming to be much much clearer prominent advisors to the president to have uh, forged their uh, political career uh, relentlessly in pursuit of a lean federal government government and reining in the bureaucracy and, and obviously the idea there is you rein in the bureaucracy then the various federal agencies that have oversight over the water, the air, uh, the food, etc., the safety net, dealing with uh, discriminatory activities, cannot do their job because they do not have the people. As a result, they've shown a high tolerance for keeping uh, large swaps of government dock services uh, offline and uh, 80,000 federal workers without uh, pay. And that is uh, Mulvaney uh, there and uh, this kook that we uh, talked about in another uh, episode named Vaughn, as uh, as well as leaders of the so-called uh, Freedom Caucus. This is just a scam is all it is.
Mulvaney is uh, not rattled by the uh, fallout that he has uh, been uh, focused on protecting uh, Trump from criticism. Now, these other characters here, uh, Meadows of North Carolina and Jordan is out of Ohio in the Midwest there, top allies of the uh, president, no doubt about it. But beyond the just so-called kooky caucus here, you have uh, this 80% of the Republican Party uh, that is supporting uh, D.J. Trump in the shutdown. This has to be uh, brought out. They have to go with whatever happens. The shutdown is a means to an end for something they have long pursued, and uh, which is limiting the size, scope, and role of government. And that is from uh, Kurt uh, Brudella, uh, a former uh, staff member of the uh, Freedom Caucus. He became a Democrat in 2017. Conservatives have for decades have questioned the size and effectiveness of the bureaucracy. Uh, that is uh, one of the things, but that's serving the interests. And we have all, uh, what is it, Grover Norquist here. Do you notice what percentage of these agencies were viewed as non-essential? The moment when people say, uh, did, uh, anyway, and from the racist, uh, actually fascist, Bannon called a shutdown brute force measures that uh, certainly show uh, what is essential and what is not. Well, I hate to tell Bannon, many of the things are essential, and about 125,000 workers are uh, working without pay. Now, this uh, cannot go on because <clears throat> these workers have to have the means by which to feed themselves to even appear at work. If they don't get the proper nutrition, they're not able to work. They will be sleeping at their desk. I'm not sure how they were getting to work. But this this whole situation uh, will cause uh, problems. An additional uh, 350000 on furlough. Boat groups expected to get back pay when the government reopens. But that is a long uh, way there. Are these people getting uh, tied me over... Uh, Loans, it is inconvenient that they are not getting paid. That's from Barry Bennett. He's a former uh, Trump campaign uh, manager, uh, advisor. But it's uh, for time, uh, they may not be going to office. Well, so they sit at home and starve. Trump evidently is on uh, phased about it, uh, leaving the government uh, dormant. Doesn't matter uh, to him. On Sunday, he reinforced uh, his uh, downplaying of the shutdown effect, tweeting the damage to our country from a broken border, drug cartels. It just obviously just not in touch with reality. The closure of uh, ten cabinet agencies and dozens of small ones had rattled many Americans in curtail services such as food safety, uh, low-income loans. Uh, the, uh, as the federal courts run out of money to operate on Friday. The uh, Coast Guard uh, missed its uh, uh, first paychecks. The airports have been closing terminals because of the baggage screen or at home. Conserving their uh, meager resources, no doubt about it. Old Malvaney uh, joked last year, uh, brief shutdown, that he'd been accused by critics of being uh, an arsonist of government. Yeah. 
cut or shut it. Uh, Vice President uh, Pence then and uh, an Indiana Congress type said at a Tea Party rally. These people have always been in favor of uh, curtailing as much government as possible. And this will be ultimately the winning point here. I really, I the uh, right wingers will prevail by leaving the government uh, shut down uh, until the 4th of July or something in thereabouts, or they will go for a, a monumental defeat. Because once the government does reopen, they are defeated. It doesn't matter. See, this is the whole problem right here. This is what they don't quite comprehend. The government will eventually open, whether it, it, it opens in uh, February, March, or July, or next uh, December. It will reopen, and a defeat will be there because the, the economic damage will be done. Many of these applications cannot uh, be done, period. The Democrats always have more anxiety about uh, prolonging a shutdown, as according to Newt Gingrich. Well, there's no doubt about that. Uh, the Republicans honestly don't care. But they also uh, tend to be the ones and are the ones that uh, get the political damage out of it. And, that, and that's part of the problem right there. It is the political damage. From uh, Anel uh, Flores, a uh, furloughed uh, mission uh, systems engineer at uh, NASA's Goddard Center in uh, Greenbelt, Maryland, said, why uh, do I need to put up with this nonsense when I've already done my duty? And that, I mean, that's a question there. Resentment on the part of federal workers, Secret Service agents, others that are working. The prolonged shutdown is eroding morale in Corners of the workforce has long enjoyed deep support. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, this is terrible. Included uh, bag, uh, airport baggage screeners who have uh, called in a sick uh, to protest at border agents uh, who are not also getting uh, paid. Uh, I, I, I need to work just a few years uh, to not need to downsize. We love our home. I am an not uh, willing uh, to work a few more years, uh, as from some person at the Border and Custom Protection worker in her 50s who uh, works near the California border. She spoke on the uh, condition of anonymity. So in other words, what these people are doing, they're just stretching this out uh, when they know that eventually the government will reopen and they will go back to work. And if they're in their 50s, they will work as long as they need be. I think the particular woman there, uh, what she was doing, uh, one person they interviewed here, was actually going to downsize their house. What has to happen, though, they have to get back to work because the financials involved. So this is where we are uh, as we continue in the uh, longest uh, uh, shutdown. Just 6% six percent of civil servants are... Uh, 30 uh, years or younger, a trend started in the Obama administration, accelerated on the DJ Trump. Well, you have fewer young people there, and you have people that are in their 40s and 50s, and, and you have a very interesting situation. It's very hard to look a young professional in the eye and tell them uh, 
not only are their talents aren't uh, solely needed, uh, but uh, they uh, want to find a rewarding career when they work and dedicate uh, dedication uh, will be valued. That's from uh, Professor Cooper of Oregon State University. Now let's move on here. To a main item, the Representative uh, King of Iowa. House Republicans moved to strip uh, King of Iowa of uh, of his uh, committee assignments over uh, racist remarks. A panel of Republican leaders voted unanimously Monday to keep uh, the veteran uh, Steve King off of a House House committee's affirm re- uh, rebuke of uh, rebuff rebuke of uh, his um, influential uh, opponent of uh, illegal immigration. He calls it. The House Leader McCarthy of California said a decision by the Republican Steering Committee, which seats lawmakers on House committees following uh, his recommendation, was meant to send a message to GOP at large. This is not the party of Lincoln, he said of King's comments. It is definitely not all American people are created equal in America, and we want to uh, make a very strong stance. King was elected to his ninth term. That means uh, he has uh, been there, what, 18 years? Serves on the House Judiciary Committee, Agriculture Committee, and a Small Business Committee. He won't be there now. A uh, decision to effectively strip him of those posts came as Democrats uh, pondered uh, from their own as a leading Republican across uh, the party, spoke out against him. Uh, the uh, leader in the Senate, McConnell, said there's no place in the Republican Party, the Congress of the country, for an ideology of racial supremacy of any kind. And Mitt Romney uh, chimed in. He called for, uh, will admit Romney of Utah, Senator now, called for King to resign. The controversy was touched off when King uh, asked in the New York Times interview published last week, white nationalism, white supremacy, Western civilization, how did that language become offensive? <coughs> well, King, uh, Representative King, is just espousing uh, an ideology that Bannon, when he was a uh, special advisor to D.J. Trump, was a part and partial of. Nothing new there. King said in a, uh, in a statement said of the leader McCarthy's decision to remove me from committees is a political decision that uh, ignores the truth. Only I told him, uh, you have to do what you have to do, and I have to do what I have to do. King did not speak to reporters after leaving the hour-long uh, meeting with McCarthy. House Democrats uh, could bring up the measure condemning King as soon as Tuesday. Uh, James Clyburn, he's uh, from South Carolina, the party's number three. He's an African-American, and that says it all. said he would introduce a resol- uh, resolution to disapprove of King's comments and condemn uh, white nationalism and white supremacy in all of its forms. I invoked uh, the words of another uh, King, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, who, who, if he had been allowed uh, to live, would have embraced his 90th birthday on a Tuesday. Oh, that's right. It's his birthday that he would counsel that we're going to... Uh, be made to repent not just from hateful words and deeds of bad people, but from appalling silence of good people. 
and for uh, uh, Clyburn's uh, reproach of King would have been some of the action uh, taken against uh, Joe Wilson, who shouted, "You're a liar!" It was the President Obama. They they got the chance uh, to do that. The Assistant House uh, Speaker uh, Ben Way Ben Ray Lujo of uh, New Mexico, for recalled uh, King's comments, brutally racist. Bobby Rush and separately filed resolutions to censor King. They can, in fact, censor him. They removed him from his uh, House districts. He is a prominent member in the GOP, not only due to his uh, controversy, he is stroke, but also former uh, a former judiciary subcommittee chair, a leader in opposing uh, abortions. And this just basically tells you what these people are about. But members of both parties have a lar- uh, have become largely weary of a uh, repeating uh, cycle of offense and outrage uh, surrounding a king. Amongst them uh, includes an opportunist named Lynn Cheney, the daughter of uh, old Vice President Cheney, and the chair of the Republican uh, Conference, and uh, Tim Scott. He's from uh, South Carolina, the most prominent uh African American Republican in the Congress. One of uh, oh no, there are three. I forgot. Anyway, and the leader of the Anti Defamation League called on Nancy Pelosi and McCarthy to censor him and remove him as a top Republican on the uh, Judiciary Committee. He will be removed there. He'll not be the top Republican on the Judiciary Committee. Bobby Rush uh, said in a serious response, uh, was warranted by King's repeated statements, the U.S. Congress cannot be a platform for Steve King and those of his ilk from Charleston to uh, Charlottesville to Chicago to California. There is no home for this behavior, especially on the floor of the House of Representatives. Well, you have it in the White House, so in other words, nothing is new. And there's a companion article here that the Republicans, uh, with his inflammatory remarks, struggling with racism. They've been struggling, but because of the kind of leadership that they have, uh, Meadows and all these characters, they're the kinds of people that condone this type of racism and extreme uh, pro-corporatism. All these things are in here. Trump, no qualms about engaging in uh, racially offensive uh, comments of his own over the weekend involving a wounded knee, the wounded knee Holocaust. Stop calling it a massacre, you call it a Holocaust, which killed hundreds of Sioux Indians on the uh, South Dakota reservation in uh, 1890 to launch a political attack uh, against Elizabeth Warren. This is uh, silly. And the problem here is in tweets, uh, what is it, Saturday night, he marked Warren, a potential uh, candidate, is a candidate, over a live appearance on Insignia from her kitchen, during which uh, she awkwardly announced that she was going to grab a beer as she spoke directly to her followers. Well, that's good. If Elizabeth Warren often referred uh, to me as uh, Pocahontas and did this commercial, from the big horn of her wounded knee instead of her kitchen, with her husband dressed in... <laughs> God. 
full Indian garb, it would have been a smash, he wrote uh, there. Well, I'm surprised Trump doesn't appear in something like that. As a mascot, perhaps, uh, for the uh, Washington uh, football team, which is now out of business, too. The tweet drew rebuffs from uh, GOP senators who represent uh, South Dakota. And the uh, the North American Congress of American Indians denounced Trump as in the strongest possible terms. On behalf of the uh, Rosebud Sioux Tribe, I condemn uh, Trump's racism and disrespectful uh, tweet about a brutal incident in which an estimated uh, 300, uh, actually more, men, women, and children were rounded up and slaughtered. As from Rodney uh, Barrax, the uh, chair of the tribe. So this thing is getting around. I mean, uh, King will bring these other characters down, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, that's one of the things that uh, happens. Uh, let me just... Uh, another conservative that's in hot water, this uh, liar, his name was Jerome Kersey. He was a guy, uh, the right winger, that lied about President Obama's uh, birth certificate. Now he's on the crosshairs, and his uh, stepson is also on the crosshairs. They're being investigated uh, by uh, the uh, Mr. Mueller and his investigation. So these characters are out there. Let me go to the uh, look at the time here. Get to the L.A. Uh, school system and the strike. Out there, and then we'll do the uh, sports. Uh-oh. What to know as they prepare to strike on Monday? Well, they've already prepared. Oh, oops, it's the wrong one. Sorry about that. Monday has uh, come and gone. Ferry uh, Street Elementary will be open Monday, but it will uh, hardly be business as usual. Hamcock uh, Park campus teachers are expected to pick it. Outside, this they will launch in Los Angeles. The uh, this is the Los Angeles time. The first strike in uh, 30 years. Significantly fewer staffers than normal schools have been prepared to keep students together in larger spaces. Online education. The district has set up a strike hotline. It'll be open from 6 a.m. to 4 uh, p.m. That is Western. Uh, Time for parents to call. That number is at 213-443-1300. Again, 213-443-1300. So this is part of the uh, strike. Two-thirds of students uh, stayed away on the first day of the strike. About a third of students showed up. That's on Monday in Los Angeles. Uh, The first day of the student strike. The district said uh, 141,000 uh, students uh, came to, to campus based on preliminary data. 54 of the districts, uh, the total enrollment in the district is 485,000. So this is just a preliminary here. The mayor there, uh, Gossetti, uh, said that... Uh, you know, progress had been made negotiations to put a deal within reach. The impasse is disrupting the lives of too many uh, kids and families. That's just from the governor, Mr. Newsom. said in a statement, I strongly urge all parties to get together. The uh, 
district also holds a boost from the Los Angeles County Supervisors who could vote on Tuesday and plan to give L.A. Unified up to $10 million for nurses and mental health. And this thing is about, not about money, it's about the students. Uh, we made our last proposal, that's from the Unified District, on a, which was rejected. Um, they walked away from the bargaining. This is the same old scheme that has happened uh, time and time in uh, various uh, places, showing them standing in the rain. A food service worker here uh, walked into the 93rd Street Elementary School with her 11-year-old daughter. And in front of the campus here, Hines said that she doesn't have anyone to watch Naoma uh, while uh, she's at work. So uh, she leaned on the uh, school uh, system not just to educate her uh, child. And many stu uh, parents do this as a place for the uh, children to be as a, a daycare, a drop-off for their children. Of course, they get to learn at the same time. And this is basically what is happening in uh, Los Angeles. And very successful strike, no doubt about that. Taco truck feed striking uh, students in Los Angeles. Oops. You always have a little bit of a problem here. Let me get back to the taco truck. Okay. Anyway, the taco truck is uh, showed up, and some schools provide uh, teachers with uh, food. Victor Fernandez uh, is uh, one of the people that uh, brought tacos there uh, to uh, various people with the international. Oh, okay, he's with the international socialist organization, dressed in a uh, as a taco. Oh, this is a different person here, not the fellow that I'm looking at here. But anyway, uh, nonetheless. Um, Is tacos. Nobody hates uh, tacos. Oh, well, everybody gets in uh, to the act. There's no doubt about uh, that. Uh, and that's one of the things that happens these days is across the U.S., people look to these uh, strikes here. Let's uh, do the sports now. Uh, Syracuse 95-91 to over Duke. That's college uh, basketball. Hard time finding that to the NBA now. Uh, the Celtics were in uh, Jersey. Uh, the Nets are 109 to 102 for the Celts. Uh, the Grizzlies and Rockets in Houston. Rockets 112 to 94. The Hornets and Spurs in uh, San Antonio. Spurs 108 to 93 for the the Hornets. Excuse me, 108 to 93 for the uh, Spurs. The Pistons out in Utah, uh, the Jazz 100-94 to for the Pistons. The Trailblazers and Kings, it was the Kings 115-107 to for the Trailblazers. The Pelicans and Clippers in Los Angeles, it was the Pelicans 121-117. to On to the hockey season. We'll get rid of the sound here. Not Anyway, we finally got rid of it. 
the Avalanche and uh, Maple Leafs. It was the Avalanche six to three. The Blackhawks of uh, Chicago and the Devils. It was the Devils eight to five. The Wild and Flyers. It was the Flyers. They flew by the Wild seven to four. The uh, Blues of St. Louis and the Capitals. It was the Blues four to one. The Canadians and uh, Bruins in Boston. Uh, overtime going there was the Canadians three to two. The Sabres and Oilers. It was the Oilers seven to two there. Thus our episode, uh, Mr. King of Iowa, on the fifteenth of January two thousand seventeen, from WBRN Radio. And on the Boston Red Network, this is Boston Red from the Jerry Pippen Broadcast Booth. Have a good day. We'll talk to you soon. We're working on several productions. One involves uh, farmers and uh, the uh, Trump uh, trade policies. Uh, We've been working on that. It's about finished with it. We have an open source report, incidentally, uh, on WBRN and the Boston Red Network, where we talk about some predictions.